Did you hear about the case where police charged a 10-year-old boy with felony assault after a child got hit in the face with a ball during recess while playing a game of dodgeball? Now, of course, you can easily guess the race of who threw the ball and the race of who got hit with it. But today I'm working with the attorneys for this young boy who was charged with a crime, and we have an action step for us to all take together. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. This past school year on April the 30th, during recess at Erickson Elementary School in Canton, Michigan, which is about 35 minutes outside of Detroit, but it's still in Wayne County where Detroit is, some kids were playing dodgeball at recess. And I wasn't sure if kids still played dodgeball, but my own kids have been in camp all summer this summer here in Brooklyn where they played it every day. It's still a thing. And while kids were playing dodgeball at Erickson Elementary School, which again, the school allowed, a young boy got hit with a ball and was injured. And it turns out, the family of the boy who was injured, they even say publicly that he wasn't injured because the kid who threw the ball was a giant. Because the boy who threw the ball is tiny. He's a tiny little boy. The boy wasn't injured because the tiny boy who threw the ball had some type of superhuman strength. The boy who was injured was so easily injured because his family says he has some type of pre-existing brain condition that makes him easily susceptible to injury. And that's unfortunate. It is. I played dodgeball when I was a kid, and maybe you did too, and somebody always gets hurt. I, I actually think it's a cruel game, actually. I must have played dodgeball as a kid hundreds and hundreds of times and somebody was always getting hit in the face with that damn ball and I remember time after time after time seeing kids with bloody noses and big red splotches on their face from the game it happens and as long as schools allow the game kids are always going to get hit with the ball that's actually the point of the game and kids are always going to get hurt playing it unless you're playing it with some type of foam ball, which I remember all the way back when I was a kid. I'm talking about in the 80s and early 90s. I remember our school started to replace the the hard, big red balls that bounce high, if you know what I'm talking about. They started replacing them with, like, Nerf balls that would always have, like, little chunks of Nerf <laughs> foam torn out of them. Because those things don't hurt. But, you know, schools that don't take care to provide those types of balls, they then have a bag full of balls that they give to the kids to play the game. But from the beginning of this incident at Erickson Elementary School, the boy who threw this ball, who doesn't have a history of behavior problems or anything else, I checked. He was treated differently. Bryce who threw this particular ball that hit the boy, was called to the office with other boys from the class. And Bryce's mother was called to the school. And the school decided to suspend Bryce from school for throwing the ball. And right there, his mother was dismayed, as she should have been. And I need just a moment 
to break something down for you, all right? Break it down. Break it down. Break it down. I have read now at least 35 different studies that have all come to the same conclusion, and it's a crisis. Black children are being suspended from school, and we're actually talking about from preschool all the way through 12th grade. Black children are being suspended from school as much as 600% more than their white counterparts. And I want to be clear, that's for the exact same mistakes and infractions. A black child is three to six times more likely everywhere, all over the country, in states run by Democrats and Republicans, just to be clear, black children in preschool, elementary school, middle school, and high school. And I would bet, these, this isn't in the study, I would bet it's also college, because as I travel across the country to speak to college students, black students are regularly suspended at higher rates than their white counterparts. But I don't think I have ever heard in my life of a 10-year-old child, white or black, being suspended from school for a game of dodgeball. And that's the point. It's not something that kids get suspended for. But what the studies find is that very thing, that black children are suspended from school at the drop of a dime for any minor infraction you can ever imagine. It's not just black boys either. It's black girls too. Now, black boys are literally suspended more from school than anybody else in the system, but black girls are a close second. They are suspended exponentially more than white girls and not because they have worse behavior. Again, we're talking about for the exact same infractions. And so when Bryce was suspended from school, his mother, rightfully so, was shocked. This is back on April the 30th. The game was allowed by the school. The teacher provided the balls for the kids to use. And all types of boys and girls threw the balls. And all types of kids were hit with the balls. But since one child was hurt, they suspended 10-year-old Bryce from school, which is ridiculous in and of itself, and I don't think that's being talked about enough. But then last week, Bryce's mother, Kamishi, got a letter in the mail from the district attorney for Detroit and Wayne County, Kim Worthy, who is a horrible district attorney. And in the voicemail, not a letter, an automated voice message said that 10-year-old Bryce was being charged with an adult felony crime of aggravated assault and needed to appear before a judge on August the 1st. Yes, I'm dead serious. Let me play the news clip, the local news clip for you right now. Check this out. It was supposed to be a game, but now her 10-year-old son is facing playground assault charges. He is charged with aggravated assault, accused of throwing a ball and aiming for another student's face. Those two boys were playing outside here at Erickson Elementary back in late April when this all happened. But it wasn't until two days ago that one of the child's mother, Kamishi Lindley, learned that her 10-year-old was charged with aggravated assault in juvenile court. These kids are basically playing a game that we all have played. But on April 29th, what seemed like a harmless game ended with one student getting seriously hurt. 
Wednesday, Bryce was charged with aggravated assault. Yeah, that's real life. And you couldn't see what I see in that clip. And I'll try to share it on social media. But Bryce is crying. He's he's afraid for his life. His mother is crying. He is a tiny, ten, maybe 60-pound, 10-year-old boy who is being told he's being charged with aggravated assault and has to appear before a judge. Not only did the school suspend Bryce, but D.A. Kim Worthy charged this boy with aggravated assault for a game of dodgeball. And it's unheard of. My team searched and searched, and we've never heard of a case of a 10-year-old child being charged with assault for something like this. It's absurd. And Bryce was actually scheduled to go to court yesterday. And you have to imagine, this thing turned his whole life upside down. His family is now worried about his freedom. They're talking about sending this boy to jail because of a game of dodgeball. And when people, not just there in Michigan and in Detroit, but when people heard about this all over the country and even around the world, The outrage grew and grew as it should have. And literally, the day before Bryce was scheduled to go to court, under all the mounting pressure, D.A. Kim Worthy dropped the case. But that's a mess. Because what that means is that had this story not gone viral, had we never heard of Bryce, he'd probably be in jail right now. And I spoke this morning with the attorney for the family, Maurice Davis. And here's what's crazy. Before they charged a 10-year-old boy with a crime and sent this family an automated voice message saying he was charged with a crime and needed to appear before a judge in court on August the 1st, District Attorney Kim Worthy never even reached out to the family. They didn't even know in April, in May, in June, or for most of July, that a criminal investigation was even underway. He was suspended from school. That was too much. But the family thought, and I understand why, that this was closed. And 70 days after the game of dodgeball happened, they got an automated voice message saying that Bryce was being charged with a crime. And it's absurd. Which brings me to our action steps for today. Let's go. Action, 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 steps. Take action, 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 steps. Dropping this charge against 10-year-old Bryce is simply not good enough. The family has told me it's not good enough for them. And the attorneys have told me it's just not enough. District Attorney Kim Worthy turned their entire life upside down. And I don't think she has even remotely considered the emotional toll that it puts on a family to charge a young 10-year-old boy with felony assault and demand that he appear before a judge and to do it by an automated voice message. And we need to let Wayne County District Attorney Kim Worthy know how we feel about what she has done. The family is calling on her to treat children like children. The family is calling on D.A. Kim Worthy to stop the school-to-prison pipeline for black children, which she has been perpetuating 
now for almost 15 years. And the family is calling on District Attorney Kim Worthy to establish clear policies to prevent something like this from ever happening again. Now, District Attorney Kim Worthy should pledge that her office will not prosecute school-based behavior except under extremely limited exceptions for the most serious crimes, a category into which this dodgeball-throwing incident does not fall. This was not a crime. It was kids playing on the playground. Please stop criminalizing our children's everyday behavior. And to prevent this harm from happening to other children in the future, we ask that Kim Worthy's office stop accepting referrals for prosecution from schools except under extremely limited exceptions. And here's the thing. This didn't need to be prosecuted. It was already handled by the school. Now, here's the thing. Because of this absolutely disproportionate action, we also ask that Miss Worthy issue a public apology to the family, to Bryce, and to rescind her statement. Hear me, hear me on this, and I am so frustrated. She made a public statement where she implied that she might still reissue charges at a later date. So in essence, she announced that I am not going to prosecute this case, but I might prosecute it later. Can you imagine that even though the family now has a little bit of relief, they are now living under the fear that the district attorney may reopen this case and charge 10-year-old Bryce with a crime of aggravated assault? The family, this she continues to turn this family's life upside down And the family is stressed beyond belief. And we need D.A. Worthy to apologize to this family and just announce that the case is closed. And we're going to help with that. We're going to call, and I'm asking you to call, the office of County Attorney, District Attorney Kim Worthy. Call them at 313-224-5777. That's 313-224. 224-5777. And also we need you to email Kim Worthy herself at K Worthy. That's K-W-O-R-T-H-Y, K Worthy at WayneCounty.com. That's W-A-Y-N-E County.com. Let me repeat it. Call at 313-224-5777 or email Kim Worthy now at K Worthy at waynecounty.com. Now, as always, be respectful but firm. Be decent, as always, no matter how frustrated you are. Ask to speak to a real person. Even leave a message with them if you have to. And if you have to leave a voicemail, that's okay, but it'd be great if you could speak to a real person. If they say no, please insist. And when you email Kim Worthy, again, be respectful, but please let her know that you're calling on her to apologize, You're calling on her to completely close this case and publicly say that she will not charge this case in the future and that you're calling on her to end petty school prosecutions and to only accept school referrals in the most serious cases and that she needs to be a part 
of ending the school-to-prison pipeline. Let's do this, all right? Break it down. The break, the break, the break, the break, the break, the break down. Thank you all for making it all the way through this episode of The Breakdown. If you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, we'll be right back here every single weekday, breaking down important news stories and issues. And we'd love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast apps like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please, please share this with your friends and family because our next big goal is to get to 100,000 subscribers. And we're not going to get there without you. Have you left a review yet? Because on Apple Podcasts, we have almost 10,000 five-star reviews, but we're aiming for 10,000, so we still want to hear from you. So please leave your best, most detailed review when you get some time. Of course, thank you to the nearly 30,000 founding members of the North Star, whose generosity even makes this podcast possible. We love you all and appreciate you so very much. And if you love this podcast and you want to support our work, or you want to see the show notes and transcripts for each episode, We'd love it if you considered becoming a founding member of our community. You can do that now at thenorthstar.com. There we not only have our podcast, but hundreds of original articles and stories and commentaries from some of the leading scholars and thinkers and journalists in the world. Lastly, a shout out to our associate producer, Lissandra, and our podcasting director and senior producer, Willis, for their hard work on this and every episode. Take care, everybody. Get down.